Welcome to the Farming Without the Bank podcast, the show with a no BS approach to money. Hosted by a farm strategy expert and authorized IBC practitioner. Join us as we get real and expose the flaws of traditional financial institutions in order to help farmers take control of their finances, create peace of mind, grow their wealth, and leave a legacy. Now, here's your host, Mary Jo Ehrman. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in on this Friday again. And thank you for everybody that comes back every week. I am getting messages, lots of messages, in fact, that are saying, hey, awesome podcast, absolutely love it. And so I appreciate those messages. Keep them coming. You know, if you guys aren't listening to the end, if there is something you want to hear, just let me know. Email me, maryjo at withoutthebank.com, and I would be happy to address this topic or the subject or the concern, uh, whatever it is that you have. But either way, I appreciate you being here. Today, I want to talk to you about not having access to all of your money right away when you buy a life insurance policy. I recently got this question from somebody and he said, can you please explain to me why there isn't access to more cash up front? And so I thought, you know, obviously if he has a question, other people have the question as well. So let's address it. First of all, if you are buying term insurance, you don't have any cash value. You're just giving money to the life insurance company. And I think it's funny how people are like, yeah, but that's term insurance. Does it matter if it's $20 a month or $200 a month? You know, I'm a super frugal German. Even $20 a month is money lost. And over a long period of time, if you don't die, you don't get access to any of it. And a lot of people misunderstand the infinite banking concept. Nelson says you need to think like a banker. You need to think like a banker. And if you're thinking that you're going to start this business and you're going to have money right away, you're not exactly thinking like a banker. When the bank started, they didn't have any clients. They had expenses to pay. This is the exact same thing. And if you read Becoming Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash, you will see that. I don't care what kind of business you start, there are startup costs to doing that. And that takes some capital. Starting a life insurance policy for infinite banking is the exact same thing. There are startup costs in the form of death benefit. There is a cost to that death benefit that you are purchasing. It is a life insurance policy that we are using to finance things that we buy. Okay, think about that. We're using a life insurance policy to be our own banker. Just like I talked about in the last podcast, imagination, reason, and logic 
are things that Nelson talks about in his book. You are going to have to put up some capital. The insurance company has a cost of insurance associated with your health rating, with your age, with your family history, because they need to know when you're going to die so they have enough money to pay out that claim. It's going to take an insurance company anywhere between 7 to 10 years in order to get to the point where they have collected enough premium, made enough rate of return on the investment so they can pay a death claim. I don't understand where this thought process came from that says, I want access to all of my money right away. You can't buy something and have access to all of your money right away. You are buying death benefit. I don't care if it's term insurance, if it's whole life, it's a universal life, whatever. You have car insurance that you pay. You have homeowner's insurance you pay. You have crop insurance you pay. We don't like paying for insurance, but we sure like the reward of it. We have this mentality and this thought process that insurance should be free, these companies have to pay out claims. And then if they don't pay out a claim, then we're mad because they didn't manage their money so that they could pay out a claim. But if you want all your money back, how are they supposed to pay the claim? It is just a cost of doing business. Nelson talks about it in Becoming Your Own Banker. He talks about what it's like to start a bank that they have to get licensed, that they have to find clients, that they have to find, or they have to find people that will deposit clients. They have to find employees. All that takes money. They have to build their big fancy building so it's super nice and give you cookies. So when you go in there, you're all relaxed and happy. It's not any different than anybody else. And then in his book, he talks about not stealing the peas and the grocery store, and making sure that it's all paid back, and not taking money and and just leaving it and not paying it back. He goes through the whole process of what it's like to become your own banker. In that process are some startup costs. People think that traditional whole life is the worst thing ever invented. It is not the worst thing ever invented. If we never had a paid-up additions writer to put on the policy in order to give you quick cash flow, if we didn't have that writer, guess what? We'd be using a traditional whole life insurance policy and we'd have to be patient and we'd have to wait. Not the end of the world. Still good. So don't get all wrapped up in the fact that we lose access. We don't, well, we don't, well, we lose. That there's a cost. We lose access to some of the money we put in and we lose access to that because we are buying death benefit. We are exchanging that money for the cost of the death benefit. Yep, and I get some commission, right? So there's lots of, there's employees that have to be paid for the insurance company, There's office costs, there's computers, there's software. All that stuff has to be considered in the cost of doing business for the insurance company. If they give you every darn red cent that you put in there, 
please explain to me how they are going to pay a claim. How are they going to pay employees to answer your phone, to process your loan payment, to accept your premium payment? Actuaries to figure out exactly where that modified endowment contract line is, to figure out when people are going to die, to know exactly how much money we need and what sort of rate of return. You guys, it's absolutely endless. And people think all that money just goes to us in commission because, you know, that's what you've heard. That's what you've been told. So now we don't want to lose access to that money because that agent made a ton of money in commission. Oh, give me a break. Everybody's out there making money. Everybody's out there. They have jobs. You guys are selling grain. You're selling cows and goats and sheep and whatever it is that you're selling to make an income. We are all in the business of making an income so we can buy food and put it on our table. Get over it when it comes to life insurance, because guess what? I'm overhearing about it. There are lots of costs that are associated with starting a policy, and you should just be extremely thankful that Nelson understood how to use the paid-up additions rider so we could have more money up front. And we don't have to wait so long to access that money versus a traditional whole life policy. So that is the very long answer to kind of a short question. How do I think about giving up access to that money right away? Couple things you know, that I drug out for a long time. And I kind of feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I kind of feel like it needs to be beaten. I'm just amazed at why we can't get past it. And you guys heard on the interviews that I did with my clients thus far, that has not been a concern to them ever. That was never a concern to them, not having access to their cash value, all of their money right away. Not even a concern because they looked long-term. And if you read Nelson's book, it is all about thinking long-term. All about thinking long-term. Everything he did was long-term. He was thinking long-term at 88 years old. You guys... Seriously, our thought process is so broken if all we're fixated on is the first couple years of that policy. What's happening long term? Can we do what we want to do and give up access to some of that money up front? Yes, we have to consider it. But is it beneficial to give up some access up front so that long term We've got something, a better tool to manage our money. We've created a bank for ourselves. We've become the banker. Is it worth it up front to get past Parkinson's law? And if you don't know what Parkinson's law is, read Nelson's book. A luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity. When there was no paid up additions rider, Nobody cared. It's just how whole life worked. Now all of a sudden there's a paid up additions rider and traditional whole life is a bad thing. It's not. A luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity. Change your thought process. 
Okay, people. Okay, I'm done. If you haven't already shut me off, I'm done. So guess what? I am planning a little book tour and we're going to do some Farming Without the Bank seminars in Brookings, South Dakota and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I know, I know on the last podcast I said Des Moines and I had the wrong city. This is why I have helpers, people. This is why I have helpers. So I will be Brookings, South Dakota and Cedar Rapids, Iowa in March 22nd and March 24th. Tickets will be available soon. So if you are in those areas or around those areas, please be on the lookout and grab your ticket. I will have this on um, the Farming Without the Bank Facebook page. It will be on LinkedIn Farming Without the Bank. You will be able to... um, see this on Instagram. So everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. If you are big YouTubers, please go over to Mary Jo Ehrman on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube page because some of the stuff that I do on Facebook, I also put on YouTube because I know not everybody is a Facebooker and a lot of people close their accounts because they frankly just get sick of the drama. So anyway, You can follow me on all those platforms, but if you are around Brookings, South Dakota on the 23rd of March and Cedar Rapids, Iowa on the 24th of March, please go online, grab your ticket. It will be a three-hour seminar. You can ask me all the questions that you like. Anyway, you know the routine. You have comments, questions, concerns, Mary Jo at withoutthebank.com, and I would be absolutely happy to answer those for you. You guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to the Farming Without the Bank podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to take control of your finances in new ways. Don't forget to check out our website, farmingwithoutthebank.com, and engage with us on our Facebook page, Farming Without the Bank. Join us next week as we smash more financial myths and empower you to accomplish your financial goals. 